Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Sports Day, and it's fantastic to have Natalie Medhurst joining us, former Diamonds netballer, and of course on the back of the Diamonds' big win in the Constellation Cup. Things didn't look good when they were taking on the Silver Ferns over there in New Zealand, but our girls came storming back to win the series, and of course uh, get back the Constellation Cup. Nat, welcome. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. You called me Natalie at the start. It's very formal, but um, appreciate being being on the show. Yeah, well, we like nicknames here on this program. What is your nickname, by the way? <laughs> was it just Nat, or was it something else? No, nah, my nickname was Bunger. Oh, oh. Bunger. So, so yeah. Shannon, and Shannon Hearn's the Bunger as well. So, what, Hearn, so yeah. tell us what, why was that? Why did you get Bunger? Um, so I'm a South Aussie. I grew up in South Australia. Um, and over there they have frits, um, which is like a type of processed deli meat. And you buy a bung of frits. So um, they started – and because of Medhurst, it went to Metwurst frits and then bung. So that's, that's how it worked. Well, I can say, uh, I can say this, Bunger. You uh, it doesn't suit you that nickname. You're far nah. more glamorous and uh, like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick with what we know. Um, that victory. Let's get back to what we're here to talk about: the diamonds. And given the, the the controversy which is surrounding this group at the moment, that's a that's a pretty telling victory for for this group. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you spoke about the rough start that they had over in New Zealand with the first two test matches, but even the first half of the game last night. They certainly weren't looking too flash. They've obviously had to deal with so much stuff off court, um, this playing group. And I think the way they really played their netball in the second half and um, were able to come out with a really strong, gutsy win on the back of everything, um, yeah, was was really telling of this playing group and, and what they're trying to set out to achieve. Coach Stacey Marinkovic uh, in tears on the final whistle. Uh Perhaps that's the the draining nature of what this group has been through, but also it would have taken something special for her as a coach to galvanise and and try and put everything that's not associated with on court outside the window. Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's obviously hard for any of them um, to avoid what has been going on. And and obviously the news that I think came on, on Saturday regarding the whole sponsorship Saga, and it would it would have been draining for this entire playing group. It's been going um, on for the last almost two weeks before they actually even took off to New Zealand. So it's been so much, and as you said, it's, it's very telling. I think their reactions after the game it would have been just a huge weight off their shoulders to have won um, and done so incredibly well. And I think Stacey Marinkovic, what she's done with the playing group to keep them so focused, I think is telling um, of her as a coach and um, obviously the respect that she has of her playing group and, um, yeah, vice versa. Nat, 
the sports popular, uh, sold out matches, uh, but now with Hancock prospecting, actually pulling the pin on the partnership, Netball Australia disappointed, West Coast Fever, of course, reeling after that uh, announcement for them. Uh, there's a lot of money involved here, and it was more than just uh, supporting national teams. This went right back to grassroots level. Um, what do you think now? Because this is something that the sport has struggled a little bit to be able to attract, is really key, important investors into the game. Yeah, it's it's really um, concerning, and I think that the most one of the biggest things is obviously the welfare of one of the players in the playing group around Danelle Wallen, um, who's been a big, I guess, focus and has copped a lot, um, and also West Coast Fever have been and Netball WA have been um, unfairly caught up in all this as innocent bystanders as well. And I think what's just been so disappointing to see is around the communication and what's transpired. I think it's just so murky. Everything's so contradictory. And even, I think, today we've seen still um, some comments from Kelly Ryan still um, really targeting the playing group. And that's not going to solve anything regarding moving forward and, and really building back the respect of sponsors of the community, um, of netball fans, which is what the sport really needs at the moment. So, Nat, now I've been away for a week myself, but in terms of the $15 million being pulled off the table, uh, the community obviously are saying, well, look, if there was an issue here, perhaps this could have been dealt with by all parties better. But the, the playing group, they have, rightly or wrongly, lost some respect from some parts of the community. Is that a, a fair call? Oh, absolutely. But I think it's been disappointing the way this has all played out. And I think a lot of the things around the context or what has actually been gone out in the media is probably a little bit misleading. And having been a part of the Diamonds group, you know what they stand for and the culture and what is always basically try to be run to any player as soon as they walk into that environment. And I think what the players did in the privacy um, of four walls back at the AIS is certainly was warranted. And I think they should be certainly applauded um, for that. You can't begrudge them um, for living to what their values are. But what has then continued to unfold has just been um, really poorly handled. Um, I don't think any everyone has communicated well at all. Um, everyone's singing from a completely different um, book and it's just become an absolute nightmare. And I think the targeting of the players is really bad because as players um, and having been involved in the Players Association, first and foremost has always been the health of the sport. Um, they're very aware as a playing group around what their role is, the financial viability of the sport. Um, they always go above and beyond. So to be targeted in this way um, on the back of some pretty poor handling of the whole situation is, um, is, is very unwarranted in my opinion. Natalie Medhurst, former Diamonds netballer, chatting to us. Let's bring us back onto the court. Uh, who was your player of the series? Uh, Sophie Garvin did really well, 36 from 39. We had a chat to Stacey Marinkovic in the lead-up to this game on the weekend, and she said she valued more of the forwards than the defensive side of the game, but uh, so important to quell the influence of the shooters down the opposite end. What about uh, you? What did you think overall? Well, overall, for me, I think Sophie Garvin in the last two tests was um, just phenomenal in really anchoring the attack line. I must admit, for me, even in some parts of the Commonwealth Games, the the attack line for the Diamonds had a bit of a, a question mark on it and its ability to really, I think, hold up 
Um, and we saw that as well in those first two tests in New Zealand. It was a little bit disjointed, but the introduction of Sophie Garvin, she just really steadied it. She was um, so strong in her holds, um, really made the defenders accountable. And, you know, she was then able to finish it off when she did get the ball. So for me, she was a big one. And I also think what... Um, the combination of Courtney Bruce and Joe Weston in defence, um, you know, they were just really good in in being able to nullify the huge impact of their defenders, particularly the goal shooter for the Silver Ferns, Nueki. Um, yeah, so probably those three players for me really stood out when it mattered. And we turn our attention to the series against England, which starts on Wednesday. Should we be winning this? Oh, you would hope so. Um, there's there's going to be changes to the team as well for the Australian Diamonds. They're going to be um, having a few new players. We're probably going to see a couple of debuts that will take place. Um, some younger players may be getting a, a little bit more court time. But I think for England, they're coming in with a very different time, um, team as well. They've had some retirement since the Commonwealth Games. I'd say they're maybe a bit more on the old side uh, mm. with their playing group, but um, they certainly can't be underestimated because they would be very disappointed to have walked away from Birmingham without a medal of any colour. Um, so they're certainly going to, um, I think, have a, a, pro- a point to prove when they play. Thank you very much for your time tonight. No worries. Thank you. Nat Medhurst there here on Sports Day Out. Open line number is We'll clear a commitment, come back and tell you what's coming up after the 7 o'clock news next here on Sports Day. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.